Hey guys, before we start the show, a warning that on DTR, we talk about adult themes and sexual content. And sometimes we swear. So if you're listening with kids, maybe put your headphones in. Okay, thanks. Now on with the show. In person, it usually goes something like this. You're at a bar, or Whole Foods, or the Whole Foods salad bar, and you briefly lock eyes with the hottie across the room. But wait, maybe they weren't looking at you at all. Were they just looking at what beers were on tap? Anyway, you flash a smile. Oh, they smile in return. Nice. But now, if you want it to go any further, you have to open your mouth and say something. But what do you say? You don't even know if this person's interested in you or just being polite. And that's the peril of the real world. But matching on a dating app? That's a whole different story. You skip right past the mysterious flirting to... You matched. But then here we are again. The fuck do you say to this person? You already know there's interest, but now you have to back up and talk to each other. Either way, eventually, you arrive at the same place, that first communication, that first message. And you know, people read into first messages. They're agonized over, analyzed by friends, screenshotted and shared. If you're like a lot of people using online dating apps, whether you want to or not, whether you hate yourself for doing it or not, you usually say one word. You say, hey. 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 Hey, I'm Jane Marie, and you're listening to DTR, a new branded podcast from Tinder about defining relationships in the digital age. On today's show, hey. We've all received that message. Three letters, no context, just H-E-Y. In English-speaking countries, each month, more than half a billion messages are sent on Tinder. Half a billion. And guess what? One in five of those messages on Tinder, that's 100 million per month, start with the word hey. Those three little letters just might be the defining characteristic of dating in the digital age. Hey is everywhere, but it's also controversial. Some people think it's a plague of lazy messaging, and some people think it's just how you play the game. So how did we get here? Have people ever known what to say? Even back in the day, we had trouble breaking the ice. In the 1800s, dudes would hand out cards to women they were into, for real. They called them escort cards. They looked a lot like business cards, except instead of where you'd have your phone number and your Twitter handle, they had stuff like this written on them. You are sensible and good and have all the charms of womanhood. Your eyes resemble the stars above you. I shall be miserable if I can't love you. That's from a real 1800s-era escort card. And that really was like their version of hey. You couldn't just talk to someone you were into. That, sir, would be too bold. So you handed them this little note. And if they were into you too, they'd let you walk them home or something. Pretty romantic, right? But fast forward to now and modern, awful pickup lines, all that romance is out the window. Hey girl, where you going? Come here. I want to pay your bills for the next six months. Are you Google? Because you've got everything I'm searching for. Put your crash helmet on because you're going through the headboard tonight, baby. Or my personal favorite, nice shoes, want to fuck? At least hey is better than that garbage. But lots of us have no idea how to respond to it. What do you say back? 
Just for fun, we tried to hay people in real life. My producer, Nicole Wong, walked up to strangers on the street and hayed them the way we all get hayed online. And it turned out super weird. So it's Saturday night on the streets of Brooklyn. I am going to say hey to some random people. Hey. No. Okay. That guy just put his hand up to the mic and said, no. Hey. What's this about? (laughs) I'm just saying hi to people. Okay. How you doing? Hey. Hi. Hey. Hi, what's up? Just saying hey. Oh, hey, okay. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hey, ho. (laughs) Hey. How you doing? Hey. How you doing? Can I help you? Yeah, I'm just saying hey. Hey to you too. It sounds insane to go up to someone in person, a stranger, and just say, hey, like out in the wild, out of context. So why do we do it online? Today, we're going to figure it out. Okay, so some people hate hey with the fire of a thousand suns. They think it's frustrating and lazy, that it represents the half-hearted wishy-washiness that's like the epitome of blasé millennials. It's a way to force the other person to initiate the small talk we all resent when all we're trying to do is hook up and move on. But not everyone hates it. Some people think it's actually the most reasonable way to kick off a conversation with a total stranger. People like avowed hay defender Daniel Scotty. I, I think that hay is the, you know, the dating app conversational equivalent to the bread basket that is on the table when you go into a restaurant. It's just to try, try and, you know, get the ball rolling, get the gears going, you know, get the stomach ready for the meal that's going to come. It's not like you go into the restaurant, eat the bread and leave. Like you're doing that before you even get into your even appetizer. But sometimes you go into a restaurant and a waiter comes out and says, compliments of the chef, and they give you a little amuse-bouche. You're setting the bar very high. Unless you're ready to, to pen these witty fucking, you know, quips throughout the relationship, you know, from that point on, if the best case scenario is you're, you're with the girl that thinks that you're some type of, you know, poet laureate wordsmith here. So, I don't know. I've, I've, I haven't ever got any compliments from the chef. No chef was sending me any steak tidbits before my meal. To Daniel, you have to start the conversation somewhere, right? And hey is as normal a place as any. If I was to meet someone in person, I wouldn't, you know, jump into a a funny anecdote. I'd probably, you know, greet them first, make sure that they're on the other side, they're receptive, and then take it from there. You know what I mean? Just like I would Mm -hmm. speak to a real person. I'd say, hey, if they say, hey, then, you know, okay, check one off. They replied, you know? I figure that the match, like when we match, is already the first message. You know what I mean? Like, oh, good, we liked each other. So then, hey, to me, feels redundant because the right swipe was hey. I look at it completely different. The match for me isn't a hey. The match is pretty much the two sticks lighting together. You know, it's the spark, right? At that point, you... You already know this person's interested in you. Like they've given you the they've given you the once over and you passed the eye test, right? I'm curious how that interest 
disintegrates after a three-letter response. It just <laughs> All the interest that they might have once had is gone because of hay. I, I look at these matches. There's about 20 to 25 of these that just sit dormant. And I'm thinking to myself, these, these women at one point swiped right. They did that. How did it? How does it not get any further than hay? I feel like hay is the most organic. Here's the problem is I, what I like is like a conversation starter that indicates that the guy has actually looked at my profile and, and is, it's a specific to me kind of message. So if it's just hay, I feel like maybe you didn't even really check out my profile and you don't know why you're here. You're selling yourself short by not answering these people. I mean, if you're going to like if you get a if you get some mail to your house, you're going to open it regardless if it's junk mail or not just to see what it is. I think that these people that that they they just they don't even acknowledge the hey they they're shaming. Hey shamers. <laughs> I got to say I'm also one of those people that throws junk mail away immediately without looking at it. There could be a check in there. Maybe it went to the wrong. It's happened. That's all I'm saying. You got to open it up. It doesn't <laughs> settle the mind. It settles the mind for me. I looked Daniel up on Facebook, as you do, and he's what my parents would have called a long hair. And he's he's hot. He's only 24, but he's got this like 1960s bohemian look. He told me his style icons are Jim Morrison and Mick Jagger. And he genuinely believes in hay, not just because it's easy in the beginning, but because he feels like it's more honest in the long run. Do you think you use hay so that you don't fuck it up right away? I suppose, because if I was to ever get into anything serious with these people, if they can't put up with the hay, I'm going to be probably doing a lot worse things in the days to come than penning a hay text. You know what I mean? So that's probably not a good barometer. (laughs) <laughs> potential connection. Right. So you need a woman who can get past the first mistake, who can forgive you immediately for sending the lamest first message. Yes, that would be, that would be good. <laughs> but I don't think it's that lame of a message. Hey is Daniel's strategy for online dating. It's all about efficiency for him. It's a numbers game. And he just doesn't have the energy to invest in people who can't look past that first lame message. Messages like this. Hi, cutie, but cuties is is spelled with two T's. And then I didn't write back to it. And then he just goes, wow, which I'm taking the wow to be like, wow, you're so awesome. Like, I can't believe you didn't write me back. And not like a wow, my I'm now I'm really hostile and like my aggression's coming out. This is Michelle Markowitz, and she's got a complicated relationship with Hay. Michelle has a lot of experience dating online, and just like anyone who's been putting in reps and getting a lot of practice. Michelle's gotten better at it. Her profiles evolved over the last couple of years into a finely tuned online dating machine. It's chock full of pictures of her looking like an independent, outgoing world traveler with refined tastes. And that's all true on a good day, but it's not the most accurate representation of who she is all the time. The like Tinder version of Michelle's like, I travel to countries and I eat food that's like lobster, so I have to work for it because I'm not lazy and I'm super lazy and like I can't put that out there. But I can't put pictures of what I'm actually into, which is like watching something on Hulu, seamless on the way, texting, screenshotting bad Tinder messages. I like this version of Michelle you're describing. <laughs> really? Yeah, I date yet. Just like holding a baby and like listening to like Carol King's tapestry and like doing some like Fineline's basement shopping, just taking a picture of that. <laughs> Michelle is like Daniel in that she's got a style. She's putting in the effort to show people she's worth dating. But whereas Daniel is about being efficient, 
Michelle is more about being earnest. Think quality over quantity. And when guys aren't being earnest, she can smell it from a mile away. Okay, the first one that came up. Nice profile, winky face. And then he signed his name. This guy goes, um, we match. Is this how we're going to tell our kids we met? And then the emoji with the, like, um, where the guy, like, is blushing. Yeah, but a lot of guys do that, where they'll, like, do, like, the fake, like, is this our first fight? Like, act like you're already in a relationship, like, as a joke. It must have been in the game, or, like, it must have been in, like, a Reddit thread, (laughs) because it's very common these days. This guy said, hey, with two eyes. That shows me he's laid back. (laughs) These guys aren't giving Michelle much to work with. They don't even notice that she's jet-setting and eating lobster. She might as well be holding a baby in Filene's basement. But just as Michelle's profile evolved, so did her militant anti-hay attitude. Michelle used to hate getting hayed. I would always just be like, okay, like he's sending a million messages and just wants to put in like the minimum amount of effort. And like, let me extrapolate from there. Like this person probably isn't going to put in a lot of like effort and like the relationship if it gets to that point. Once she started initiating the messaging... Putting herself in the guy's shoes, things changed dramatically. She tried finely tailoring her opening lines before making them unique to each guy, but those didn't work either. And so she found herself resorting to hey. It turns out if you turn hey over and look at it from the other side, it's not an empty gesture. It's a blank slate. I have so much more empathy than I used to. It's definitely like, you know what, there's a really bad return on investment with sending like crafted messages. So I'm just going to say, hey, and if she's like interested or he's interested, they can write back and we can take it from there, which I kind of like completely understand at this point. Everyone kind of wants the same things in life. You know, if it's like a relationship or like, you know, to like have sex while they're like at their parents for Rosh Hashanah. Like, you know, it's it's I feel like everyone's sort of trying their best you know, with, like, different amounts of effort. Michelle realized that everyone out here is dealing with the same struggle, but everyone has adopted a slightly different strategy for dealing with it. Hay can work under specific conditions, based on boredom or, like, horniness or how generous you're feeling. And let's be honest, I mean, hay is not the worst line in the world. What's worse than hay? I feel like anything where someone references being open-minded, I'm just going to read it as, like, threesomes? Mm -hmm. Yep. That's a totally different kind of hay. Here's another. This gif uh, of a whale breaching, and it says, whale, hello there. This is Tyler Menzel, and here's why we're bringing him in. Remember that statistic from earlier, that 100 million Tinder messages per month in English-speaking countries start with the word hey? Tyler has a way to make yours stand out. I'm the editorial director of Giphy.com. You know, GIFs, those three or so second looping animations of like a cat playing the piano in a box, or in this case, a whale jumping out of water. Now, stay with me. I'm being serious. It turns out people who use GIFs on Tinder messaging are 30% more likely to get a response than those who don't. And not just that. But people who use GIFs are more likely to have conversations that last twice as long. But Tyler is also just a guy genuinely looking for love, using GIFs himself when he goes on Tinder. He told us about one flirtation where they chatted exclusively in GIF form for almost a week. Have you guys met in real life yet? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. No, we haven't. We haven't. We've kept it, we've kept it purely uh, in the virtual realm. 
Have you actually started using words? We have, we have started actually using words. There's a whole team of people working with Tyler at Giphy to curate those GIFs that show up in your Tinder search. To make sure that first message is something, you know, friendlier or flirtier or weirder, depending on what you're going for. I love thinking about the uh, number of, like, Tinder relationships that like, I or, like, my coworkers have personally, like, helped move along. Like, a, a gift that I made in, like, Photoshop has, like, potentially maybe helped two people fall in love. Tyler says there are two schools of thought when it comes to users sending gifts on Tinder. There's the people who use gifts literally. Uh, hello, goodbye, good morning. There's this one gift that uh, is of a polar bear jumping out of a pool, and he's saying, OMG, hi. That's a literal use of a GIF. But then there's this other use that is just immaterial. That it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't quite have a literal sense. It's just funny, or it's just weird, or it's just, this is my personality. This slug with, uh, with a rocket ship coming out of it, uh, this is me. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it just so true that the world is divided into literal waving polar bear people and bonkers slug rocket ship people? And it is really helpful to know who you're dealing with first thing, right? The slug, this is me, or I'm just a little cuddly polar bear, hi. Tyler says lots of people use GIFs in that literal way. The top 10 most popular GIF search terms on the Tinder app include words like hey, hello, flirt, wink, and sup. And then there's Joey. Everybody searches for Joey, how you doing? Everybody searches for it. Everyone thinks they're being so funny or so unique. They think that they're the first ones ever to search how you doing. On Tinder, it's like top five. It's this crazy spike in just Joey, how you doing? Or Joey friends? Or Joey Tribbiani, Matt LeBlanc? Joey flirting, like, it would probably be our number one search if you added all those different searches up. But even with all the world's gifts, including Joey, at his fingertips, Tyler says that when he's messaging someone, sometimes he still finds himself at a loss, searching for that perfect first message, that needle in a haystack. Get it? I think hay is a necessary evil. I've sent that hey Tinder message before. We all have, but sometimes you're just stuck. Every time I've said hey, I have nothing else to go on. Like I am all out of options. I, I don't even know. It's just out of helplessness. You say hey out of helplessness. If you have to send hey, if you feel like you need to, do it. But I think you would be better off just sending Hell, we have some, like, abstract art gifts that are, like, beautiful and weird. Send one of those instead. The worst thing that could happen is the person sends back, like, what? <laughs> okay, here, I've got it. We have a gif, uh, a 3D animated skeleton holding a pizza knocking on a front door. If you feel like you have to text 
hey to someone on Tinder, just search for skeleton pizza and send that instead. Flirting online isn't the same as flirting in real life. Though, hot tip, if you showed up at my door with a pizza, that wouldn't be a bad move. This whole hey investigation has shown me that there is a reason it exists. It might be lazy, but it's also efficient. It's a neutral place to start, a blank slate. You can read whatever the hell you want into a hey, and perhaps that's part of its beauty. Because hey is in the eye of the beholder. You can't choose if people send you a hey, but you can choose how you receive it. That's all we've got for today, but stick around after the credits for a peek into next week's show. DTR is a branded podcast from Tinder, made in partnership with Gimlet Creative. This episode was produced by me, Jane Marie, along with Nicole Wong, Caitlin Boguki, and Francis Harlow, with creative direction from Nazanin Rafsanjani. This episode was mixed and engineered by Zach Schmidt, Austin Thompson, Matt Boll, and Dan Gallucci. Special thanks to Dan Gould, Cameron McCall, and Alan Mays. That skeleton pizza gif is by the artist John Carroll. And thanks to everyone who sent us those terrible pickup lines. To learn more about DTR, to see all the gifts we mentioned in this episode, and to listen to future episodes, visit dtrshow.com. DTR is on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like the show, subscribe and leave us a review telling us why. I'm Jane Marie. Thanks for listening. Next week on DTR, dick pics. Yes, dick pics. You can't send them on Tinder, but they're everywhere. He must have just got this really genius idea <laughs> to go into the bathroom and snap DPs. I mean, I didn't get them until I got off the plane. That's next week on DTR. <laughs>